Proud to be with you today on a uh, oh, beautiful Thursday afternoon. It is the 1 o'clock hour, the hour of power, and uh, quickly becoming one of the great hours in local radio. And, um, Stephen, are we – I mean, it, it. I feel like every, folks are changed. Their, uh, somebody told me the other day in Waco, they said uh, – they. I think they texted on the text line. Stephen, you know what that text line is. Love that text line. CNC Collision Center. Yep, our friends at it's CNC brought us text line. CNC Collision Text Line, and uh, but they've just been very, very supportive uh, of what we've done, and we appreciate you. And we have some pretty cool stuff planned for you today. One twenty today, the new wide receivers coach for Urban Meyer. He was the Cowboys' wide receivers coach, and uh, in fact, he had Gallup. I guess he had Gallup his rookie year. Would have had Amari. Had Amari kind of at a weird time. Amari was going through some weird stuff when uh, when uh, McCarthy showed up on the scene, and then he didn't get CD. I'm kind of anxious to see what he thinks about that Cowboys wide receiver core now. He had been with Seattle, and in fact, DK Metcalf gives him a lot of credit for his big season, bust-out season from DK. DK would get very mad over on the sideline, scream at some people, but he always seemed to credit Sanjay Lau, I called him Coach Sanjay. In fact, I was just listening to an interview. And so we'll talk wide receivers and what it's like to uh, now be on the staff of Urban Meyer. That's pretty cool, getting called in to be on that Jacksonville staff. And uh, Sanjay now is on. Stephen, these guys are uh, nomadic. Coaches are nomadic. High school coaches, college coaches, NFL coaches. But I, uh, I was looking, Stephen, I think he's been with about and he, and he coached high school for a while before he got into college, and then he went to the NFL with the Raiders back in the day and became the wide receivers coach for the Raiders back when they drafted Darius Hayward Bay. So he's had, uh, he's had probably about seven NFL teams he's been with. Okay, so he's just Jets, Bills, Cowboys, Raiders, Seattle Seahawks, and now the Jacksonville Jaguars. Steven, off the top of your head. I want you to give me the wide receiver core for Jacksonville. Go. Uh, DJ Chark. <laughs> D.D. Westbrook. Uh, ooh, former Oklahoma wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Good for you. D- uh, we, Westbrook. Cameron Yo uh, product. Yeah, uh, that's, that's all I can do, I believe. I don't think I can think of another Jacksonville Jaguar wide receiver. The Yeoman. The Yeoman. We love the Yeoman. Um, <laughs> oh, my goodness. Mailed it. So much. Yeah, I know. I know. Um, it is time, though, and we'll talk to Sanjay Lau at uh, 220. 240, we need to get into some Baylor talk. And uh, the Bears just put one on. Stephen, I wanted to tell you a quick story, and we'll talk more about this at 240 today. But uh, when Kansas State used to – be good at basketball. Uh, they went on a run where they may have had like a – it was not good. Now, Scott now has a winning record against every coach of the Big 12 except Bill Self. Okay, that's tough. Nobody has a good record against Bill Self. But he is 2-1 and one in his last three games, I would point out, versus Bill Self. But every other – I mean, that's pretty cool, isn't it? Every other coach in the conference now um, – he has a win. He has he has the better record, uh, you know, in head-to-head battles. But Stephen Weber used to beat Baylor. Okay, 
and he'd beat them in Waco. Had really good teams. And then I would see him on the following day. He would stay, and whether he was recruiting or he, I think he may have a daughter or something that lived in Dallas, he was always with like a young couple. So he was either a son or a daughter that uh, lived in the Dallas area, and he would be with them, and I would see him at Tupanamba. Okay, that's a famous uh, Mexican restaurant in Dallas that uh, is uh, Shelby Metcalf. They have Shelby Metcalf dip. It's owned by a former uh, A&M basketball player. But Weber would be in there. And, oh, the smile he had on his face. And I would drop by. I, I tried not to interrupt his meal, but if he was walking out or whatever, I'd have, I'd have a word with him. And it was always very kind. You know, we'd have a nice little back and forth. But Stephen. I don't think Weber's going to show up at Tupanamba today after that beatdown. Whoa. That's embarrassing. <laughs> it is. 107 it, to like 58 or whatever. Mm-hmm. I, that's an Or 57. That's an embarrassment. Well, and we all know how good Baylor is, but it is just a, a steep decline. And this was a team a couple of years ago with Dean Wade and Bobby Brown. I mean, they won the Big 12, and it felt like they were going in the right direction. And it has just fallen off a cliff. That was uh, that was an embarrassing effort last night, even with all the talent and depth that the Bears have. Did you hear Army's own Chris Spatola when he finally just said they were down? They were down like forty-one to seven, or it was thirty-eight to five at one point. And Spatola said something like, "Come on, guys, you're not even you're not even trying. You're not just throwing <laughs> it around. They're kicking your butt all over the." He just got mad and kind of went off on Kansas State. I kind of, I kind of, I kind of got tickled by it. I put something out there. And Stephen, I also was able to correct the announcer during the game in a very gentle way. One thing I've become, as you age, Stephen, hopefully what happens is, although I've been a little bit surly lately because of the pain I've had since my injury uh, and surgery, but uh, you you do get a little surly. As you get older, sometimes it softens a little bit. And so I'm just not the same I used to be on Twitter. Maybe it's the surgery. Maybe it's made me soft. I don't know. But I I kind of corrected the announcer in a very gentle sort of way. And just said, hey, you're doing a good job. I just want to tell you, he just kept calling, uh, he kept calling vital Mr. Do Work. (laughs) I finally just like, it's not right. That's. Maceo calls, you know, is on Twitter as Mr. Do Work, and, and Vital's the villain. And so I just corrected him, and then Stephen, I heard him about a couple of minutes later go, I've been corrected on Twitter, and, and, he, and he, he, you know, he, he's, it was, uh, and then the other guy, Spatola, accused him of, uh, he said, I didn't know you were always on Twitter. Like, kind of got onto him a little bit. It was funny. But uh, I thought, I thought Stephen, they might say, at Matt Mosley has corrected me. <laughs> I kind of miss your, you know, there was a brief time there where you had uh, an account with like 75 numbers in your handle. And, and I think that was a good era of, of Mosley's Twitter. After you got locked out of your original account that you finally got yeah. back in. Yeah, somebody hacked it. And I got a kind of like what you'd call a burner account where I could get back on and say some things. And, and Steven, I think I had about, it, it was really, it was kind of, it was kind of a cool time because you, you know, you just start over from zero. You barely have a few, just have a kind of a, a few followers. And in my handle at the time was at Matt Mosley, like eight, five, six, seven, eight, nine, two, three, eight. It's very generic. 
I may go back to that. I may go back to that. It, it makes me nervous to have people following me. Uh, Stephen, uh, we got big news out there, and I want you to uh, hit the hit the breaking news sounder, and I want you to kind of get in there and let's get this uh, let's get this Schefter let's get this Schefter. Thing. Okay, uh, it, it Stephen, I'll let you announce it. It it is a Schefter tweet. Let's go to the tweet. Uh, it is a uh, major breaking news, and it involves the Houston quarterback. And it has uh, the news of last night of the Houston, the new Houston coach, David Culley. By the way, Stephen, great friends on a recent uh, guest we had. David Lee hired him at UTEP to be his, I think, O coordinator, passing whatever it was. And so he was briefly at UTEP with David Lee. 65-year-old David Coley hired to be the new head coach with Houston Texans, oldest coach ever hired. The That's the oldest anybody's ever brought anybody in. I thought Stephen Dick Vermeil would win that, like when they brought him back to Kansas City. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, or wait, what was he with the Rams? Where did they bring him back? Was he with the – Yeah, he was he with was the with Rams the on that greatest show on turf. Like, he okay. was the coach of that team. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Mike March ended up coaching that team. Are you telling me – Okay, well, yeah, you're right. Maybe and, he was maybe he was there right before. I feel like he was the coach at the start of the Kurt Warner era. Era. Vermeil had Warner Warner uh, Kurt, yeah, Warner uh at uh it it with the St. Louis Rams. Okay, okay. We we we're trying to get our facts straight. Okay, Steven, give us the breaking news and hit the sounder again cuz I feel like I I really have <laughs> This is from Simcox. Thank you, Matt. This is from Adam Schefter. Deshaun Watson officially has requested a trade from the Houston Texans per league sources. He actually did it weeks ago. Their new head coaching hire, David Culley, has not and will not alter Watson's thinking. Wow. Wow. And that is, of course, Stephen Stephen and I are in the Alan Samuel Studios. Oh, man. Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram. All those beautiful uh, vehicles over there. I'd get over there because those uh, those uh, New Year specials are unbelievable. Uh, Stephen, the way you said it, uh, that's a tough deal. I mean, you know, you're hiring. You you know, there was some thought they were going to include him and who they brought in as the GM, who they brought in the head coach. You know, I think there was some hope that Casario, uh, that coming in from New England, and then they go hire a minority head coach. Uh, there was a lot of talk. Why is Bienemy still getting passed over by Kansas City? But you did go hire the passing game coordinator for Baltimore, Stephen. I mean, I like Coley, and he is a great person. I mean, I've 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 crossed paths with him. I believe it was in Philly when he was with on Andy Reid's staff. So I do have a, a little bit of feel for him. I, I do have to say, it's <laughs> Bienemy's got to be wondering what he has to do. You know, to be the offensive coordinator at KC, to continue to get passed over. And, Stephen, again, Coley was the passing game quarter at Bal- uh, coordinator at Baltimore. Stephen, is Baltimore known for, like, having the greatest passing attack in the NFL? They had the worst passing attack in the league this year, man. <laughs> <laughs> and because of the climate... Because of the climate right now in the NFL and the lack of minority head coaches, it's like you can't really point. It's like, no, hey, that's not fair. That's not fair. It's not Cully's fault. You know, he's 
Coley's a great, and I like Coley. I like David Coley, but it is it is a little strange to take. You know, you you go from Lamar Jackson to hopefully they want him to be with Deshaun Watson, and you go hire the guy from the worst passing offense in the league. Okay, am I allowed to say that, Stephen? Mostly, mostly, Europe, mostly sad. I hope you heard me say I did cross paths with Coley, and I do think he is an incredible man. What will he be like as a head coach? I do think that was funny, Stephen. I thought the Texans just kind of showed their true colors. Uh, no pun intended. They they uh, they sort of uh, they, they 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 tried that they tried that McCown interview, and that thing got blown out of the water so badly. Josh McCown, the white. The guy from, where was Josh McCown from? Jacksonville, Texas. Jacksonville, Texas, anyway, that's right. He's been all around. He's been all around the league. Journeyman quarterback. And at age 41, they're like, let's interview him. And everybody just slapped him. Boom, boom, boom. You know, just a, just just an incredible, you know, it was like an insult to everyone. Insult to minority coaches all across the league. What do they do, Stephen? It's like the enemy, Jim Caldwell, David Coley, they they responded with like interviewing every minority candidate they could find. I thought Ray Rhodes was going to come out of retirement. But David Coley is the is the new head coach at Houston, but Deshaun Watson says, "No sir. No sir." Um I'm curious what our people think at CNC Collision text line Stephen, they can also call us Freddie Kish. Freddie Kish. They can call us on that Freddie on that Freddie Kish line. It's 254-662-1660. You can do some things on both lines. You can call. You can text. Let us know what you think on this Deshaun Watson thing. Should the Cowboys somehow get involved? I'm having a hard time figuring out how they would do it. Um, Watson's so good that it would take two first-rounders. It would take this year's number 10. It would take next year's number one, and it would literally take somehow delivering Dak to them. So, okay, if you deliver Dak to them, I, I don't know if you can do it straight up. I You might be able to somehow get Dak to them on a sign-and-trade and throw in a third-round pick. Uh, because Watson is a little bit better than Dak, and and I don't know how you make, how in the world you make the money work. You already have Watson's deal done, so you inherit that contract, and then they would have to immediately get a new deal done with Dak. He wants a four year deal. I think they would probably do it. Um, and then Dak goes into that situation. I'm not saying Dak wants to do that. I mean, who wants to be in that Jack Easter Easterby mess in Houston? I don't know. I think it's fascinating. Steve, we may revisit this at 140. Right now, though, we're going to talk to um, one of the really good wide receiver coaches in the NFL and a man who just took a job with Urban Meyer in Jacksonville. Sanjay Lau returns to the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox next. There's a reason customers drive from all over Texas to buy a Ram pickup truck from Cameron Autoplex, where they say it's always cheaper in Cameron. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We'll see a mix of sun and clouds today, but it's going to be a cool day. High temperatures topping out at 53 degrees. Partly cloudy skies tonight. We drop to 35. And tomorrow, partly cloudy. It's going to be warmer with a high of 63. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. 
recently on Game Time. So anyway, I read that article the other day, and I hadn't thought about Danny White in 100 years, you know. But uh, yeah, he's a guy that, you know, was really a terrific player and could have and probably should have won a championship, but it just wasn't meant to be. Yep. Back in those days, that's the Cowboys weren't measured on winning NFC East. They no. were measured on championships. on championships. Now I think they would love to have a... <laughs> How the mighty have fallen. <laughs> Stop it already. <laughs> this is Game Time on ESPN Central Texas. Hey, have you thought about buying your first home and weren't sure where to start or if you qualify? Well, it's Matt Mosley from the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Neighborworks Waco has been assisting Central Texans in the home buying process for the past 27 years, and they are ready to assist you. Not enough money for down payment or low credit score? Neighborworks Waco has programs that help you improve your credit score, and they help you get the best loan with the least out-of-pocket expense. Plus, to make sure you know what to look for in selecting that perfect home for you and your family, call 254-752-1647 or visit the website at nw-waco.org to get started. Neighborworks Waco is currently operating with social distancing protocol in place so that you can access our programs knowing your safety is their highest priority. NeighborWorks Waco is your trusted source for home ownership the right way. What you do in privacy is your own business. What you do in public with your truck, well, that's our business at Pickup Outfitters. In your garage, it's okay for your truck to parade around in the nude with no accessories. Hey, this is still America. But when you bring your truck out in public, it's just common decency to put an outfit on your truck. And that's where we come in at Pickup Outfitters. Put a cover on that bed. Cover your rear end with a bumper and a hitch, for goodness sakes. There are women and children on the roads. And guys, don't leave your tools exposed. Put them in a toolbox. Be proud of your truck and stand tall with a lift kit. Or improve your truck's posture with a leveling kit. Add some class to your pickup with new wheels and tires. Or dress up for a date with your new RV or boat with a fifth wheel or a receiver hitch. At Pickup Outfitters, we're dedicating to making the roads decent for all Central Texans. So when taking your truck out in public, remember your manners and accessorize it properly with an outfit from Pickup Outfitters. 220 Lake Air Drive in Waco. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, the team physicians of Baylor Athletics. Our doctors specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of any and all sports-related injuries. Celebrating over a decade of service to Central Texas, our doctors are equipped to handle a wide range of issues. Whether it's your foot or ankle, your hand or wrist, knee and shoulder pain, or you're in need of our arthritis and total joint clinic, trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics, our goal is to get you back in the game. Hey folks, Valentine's Day is fast approaching and Morrison's Gifts have what you need. They have a great selection of gifts for the heart. Gifts from John Hart, Consuela, Capri Blue, Naked B, and many, many more. In a hurry, they have Valentine's grab-and-go gift sets too. And they offer free gift wrap, free delivery, and they can ship your gift anywhere. They'll make it as easy as possible for you. Go see the Valentine experts at Morrison's Gifts, a Baylor alumni-owned business just down the sidewalk from Jason's Deli at the corner of New Road and Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. 
I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Number two, Baylor hammered K-State last night. Davion Mitchell made seven three-pointers while scoring 31 points, besting his career high of 20 set last month against the Wildcats. Baylor stays undefeated, matching its second-best start in team history with a 107-59 victory. The Bears will host Auburn on Saturday as part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. After 17 seasons, Jason Witten is retiring from the NFL. He intends to sign a one-day contract and retire as a member of the Dallas Cowboys in March when his contract with the Las Vegas Raiders expires at the end of the league year. Witten holds the NFL record for most games played by a tight end at 271. The Texans have hired Baltimore Ravens assistant David Culley to be their next head coach. Culley, 65, who has spent the past two seasons in Baltimore, just completed his 27th season as an NFL coach. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. is uh, Mosley Simcox with you in the 1 o'clock hour. And uh, we have an NFL wide receivers coach joining us right now. He's on the move. He's been on the move for a lot of his career. you gotta, you got to go where the work is. And uh, Sanjay Lau, who's been on with us before, and a guy I really came to like and respect when he was with the Dallas Cowboys, is returning to the, uh, the Matt Mosley Show with Stephen Simcox. Sanjay, it's great to uh, great to visit with you again. Good to be here. Thank you. I uh, I was excited to see it. Tom Pelissero, I think, had the news first. NFL uh, Network that uh, you were on the move from Seattle, a place that uh, well, that had to be special to you because you uh, you played some uh, college football right around there. So you go from Seattle to a wide receivers coach job with Jacksonville, headed to work with Urban Meyer. Uh, Sanjay, how quickly did, did this come together and, uh, how exciting is this to be a part of what really is one of the most, uh, I, I would say that, that Jacksonville is suddenly, uh, one of the most interesting places in the NFL. Yeah. Um, it didn't come together that quickly, or at least that I was in limbo a long time. Um, <laughs> so it felt like an eternity, but as those things do when you're interviewing for jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I am truly excited to be at the front end of building something that's going to be built the right way and to be in the, you know, the beginning stages of it and see it through to the end, that would be really an incredible journey for me. And that's what really excited me other than Urban Meyer knows how to build a program. He's done it at the small college level and the big college level, and now he'll do it at the NFL level. What did, um, uh, you know, what were your connections uh, to Urban other than obviously knowing he was one of the, he's one of the best college coaches of all time? Um, and, and, and sort of what has what have been your observations of him throughout your career? What is it? What is it about Urban Mike? Because you've seen it. Not every college coach comes to the NFL and just has success. Now, there's there's Jimmy Johnson. There was Bill Walsh back in the day. You know, all those coaches. I mean, you're part of some of these trees. Uh, right. uh, co- the coaching trees. What do you What do you think maybe gives him uh, that extra edge that'll make him uh, uh, be able to be successful at this level? Well, I could kind of ca- tie both your uh, questions together. How did this come about? I don't know Urban Meyer. Um, one of my ex players, Lewis Murphy, who I had as a rookie in in Oakland many years ago, 
played for Urban at Florida. And as this Urban Meyer hype kind of heated up the last few weeks of the season, uh, Murph and I were talking, and I jokingly texted him, said, hey, tell uh, Urban I'd be interested. And he gave me, a, Lewis gave me a glowing recommendation. That along with I've coached Percy Harvin, and Percy and I had a really, really good relationship. So those are the two guys that Urban coached and I coached in common, both endorsing me, and it sparked his interest, and it led to an interview. So it was really cool the way it developed. Wow. And what it taught me about him is he's not all about hiring friends or hiring guys. He was intrigued, and he brought me in and interviewed me. And that kind of lends itself to the way I feel he would adapt to the NFL. He's going to be open to other ideas. He's surrounded himself by a lot of NFL veterans. And he obviously has the blueprint of how to build a program. So I just think it would be a really, really good mesh. Yeah, isn't that interesting? I mean, that's why, Sanjay, it's all about relationships, isn't it? I mean, you have those guys, and here it is, a guy that uh, – in fact, I just saw Murphy's name. I was I was looking at some some background on you, and I remembered you having him with the Raiders. You had Darius Hayward Bay. You had some interesting guys back then. A lot of speed, yeah. and uh, and and all those years ago, I, I, I think it pays, doesn't it, Sanjay, to keep up with people and uh, and and keep those friendships and relationships. And you and you don't do it thinking you're going to gain something from it, but uh, lo and behold, you wake up one day and. And uh, Lewis Murphy's helping you out. I mean, that's I, I would say that uh, says a lot about the relationships you have uh, across the league. Yeah, to me, really, that's the number one thing. And the thing I, when I walk away from this game, I'll treasure the most is the relationships and friendships I've made. Um, I get a text every day or every other day from one of my ex-players. And staying in contact with them is, like, really a wonderful thing because – these are real relationships. Like you said, they're authentic. We spend countless hours a day together, some good, some bad, almost like a family, and all all towards that common goal of myself trying to make them as good as they can be. In turn, that leads to better production, and then we win games. And some of these relationships, they transcend You know, when you go to a different team if you're doing this the right way. And like you said, it has to be genuine. And most of them are. And three years from now, I'm still going to be talking to DK. He and I developed a very quick and close bond. And it's going to be very hard for me to leave him. But um, our relationship will stay intact through all of this. Yeah, and obviously uh, DK Metcalf had a really good season. And uh, and I was listening to a radio interview where he credited you for getting out of breaks uh, better, using – his leverage, and even helping him with high-pointing uh, uh, footballs. And, and Sanjay, you had an interesting situation there at Seattle. You were kind of a, in an advisory role. It was a little bit different than you had been in, but that's uh, pretty cool that you were still able to connect to those guys. Is Metcalf just, I mean, from a, afar, he's just an athletic freak. You know, that's what we think of first. But what we saw this year was a guy that paid great attention to detail. And uh, and really took the next step. What did you What did you encounter when you first met D- DK? And, and what do you think are the most important sort of uh, uh, tweaks he's made to his game? 
the first thing he said to me is, want to be great. And I've heard that from almost every player. <clears throat> the difference with him is he lives it. So we would uh, we would meet individually during special teams. He would come to my office, watch specific cut-ups, and he never missed. He came there with a smile on his face, eager to learn. And then what I give him great credit for is whatever we decided to coach that day, he would go out to walk through, he would work on it, he would take it to practice, and then where he's amazing is how he adapts. He could take it in one week right to the game. We had a lot of game plan specific route styles and separation techniques when we played New England to go against Stephon Gilmore, and we worked them diligently during the week, and he was 100% in that game implementing them, and that that's the key, taking it from practice to the game. No matter how good a coach you are, some players, it just doesn't translate. And he's been able to, I would say, 99% of the time, be able to take practice, the, the tools to the game within the week. And that's really been amazing to me. He's the best one I've ever seen at doing that. So that's, that's truly a strength. Yeah, yeah, he just—it was remarkable to watch uh, this season, and uh, uh, didn't end like y'all wanted. But what a what a great athlete, and what a what a guy is becoming one of the better receivers in the NFL. And how cool is that to have a guy like that just immediately uh, give you the credit first? I know that's not what you seek, but that's got to be a great feeling. Talking to Sanjay Lau, uh, longtime wide receivers coach in the NFL. Tell me a little bit about what you're uh, about to uh, encounter. In Jacksonville, uh, DJ, uh, D.D. Westbrook, the former, we saw him a lot, the, the former Sooner. What, uh, what, do, you, what do you think uh, is there, and, and what kind of uh, room for growth do you think you have uh, with, with that uh, receiving room? Yeah, it's really been very similar. Like everywhere I've been, there's a good nucleus of really good athletes. And the first thing I like to do is I watch every practice clip and every game clip and build an individualized program of improvement for each of them. And you watch this with the player when you have a chance. You tailor the drills to them, and you just start in maximizing what their potential is with a concrete plan from A to Z. So it's really been the same everywhere I've been. I kind of have a system at this point how to do it. And like I said, each guy is different. We'll do different things for different guys, but really just honing it down to the key things for each guy. And you got a guy that was born in Texas uh, that uh, went out and played at Colorado, uh, Visca, they call him, Cheneau yeah. uh, Jr. Now that, to me, uh, I mean, you talk about raw talent. Yeah, I mean, there's so much you can mold there, but already there's some good production, as you saw, had five or six touchdowns this season. But uh, speed and, and, and just, you know, Home run threat, uh, I mean, that, that to me would excite me, a player like that. Yeah, it's always exciting. It's more exciting to get a moldable young player that you see flashes of it, and it's your job to make it consistent and to help him to understand, why did I run that route so well, but three plays later it wasn't as good? Well, here's why. And getting all those into muscle memory, when he when he flips the switch and gets really into that mode, that's when they can really take off. So it is an exciting time, and especially exciting if you have 
the right makeup of players who, when you are coaching them and teaching them this way, they really eat up the coaching and practice on their own. That's when you really have something special. If you if you find out players, uh, Sanjay, have gone to DeSoto High School in the Dallas area or Duncanville High School or Cedar Hill, um, that, that's when you kind of go, okay, we're good. We're good here. I can We can work <laughs> with these players. <laughs> it's, pretty... Well, DeSoto is Marquis Goodwin, isn't it? I think I, I think he went oh, to Desoto. Man. Yeah, I'm just trying. To, I'm trying to think. They're, they have they have put yeah, out unbelievable. Sure. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. That is uh, the Dallas area has some unbelievable talent as well as all of across Texas high schools. Talking to Sanjay yeah. Lau, uh, who is uh, headed to Jacksonville. And what uh, one last question though, because we have so many Cowboys fans. Um, new staff. You've had this happen. It's just uh, you got to kind of move on. Mike McCarthy comes in. They had a really as you saw, difficult season last year, and, and you got to see him up close. But what do you make of uh, – you, you got to know Amari. Uh, obviously, Michael Gallup is a guy who continues to develop, and that's a guy I think you did some great work with, and, and uh, he's, he's really, really getting better, it seems like. But then they add C.D. Lamb, who is more of the home run threat. What do you, what do you make of that receiving core now? Oh, it's – when they drafted C.D. Lamb, I – you, you're told not to be jealous in your life, but I was. <laughs> I was. That was rough for me because I was like, "Wow, that could be the best receiving core in the league." Um, I had C.D. Lamb in my draft evaluations as the best receiver to come out in the last five years, so um, I was all on board with him, and he fell to the Cowboys, and I was like, "Wow, if I was still coaching there, that would be a really great day in my life to have those three. But. I'm not there, but I'm really happy for them. That's a great receiver core. Yeah, it'll be um, it'll be good. And, and that, the cool thing is, you've uh, you've invested a lot of time and energy into some of those guys. So uh, even when you're not playing them or you're you're working with a different team, you can kind of peek over there and see the production. And uh, I think take a lot of a lot of pride in that. Well, Sanjay, we really. Uh, we appreciate it, and uh, you've uh, you've been on with us in the past, and it's just really fun. I know when you when you have to move on from a job, that's we've talked to you in that in that uh, situation, but it's kind of fun to get to talk to you when you have this brand new gig. And uh, Urban Meyer, I'm telling you, Sanjay, Jacksonville has gone from kind of like eh, I don't I don't really know what they're doing out there to one of the premier stories in the NFL. So, man, have fun with it, and uh, know we're excited for you. Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate everything. You bet. There you go. Sanjay Lau, the new wide receivers coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Steven, I like that, man. You were sending me some good stats. I you like that when I when I could throw out a Visca. They call the man Visca. And uh That was good. Visca, Chanel, Chanel. I would have said Chanel. Yeah, I, I would have butchered that, so I'm glad you, you said it, not me. <laughs> you would have put the T in there. The T silent. Visca. Kind of a Kind of a French, a little bit of a French, uh, maybe a uh, maybe a, a Cajun background. Anyway, uh, Visca played at DeSoto, and now he is really kind of an exciting young wide receiver for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Urban Meyer going there, wasn't that cool, Stephen? The uh, the fact that just his old, uh, you know, old, a former player at uh, at Florida, and and one of his guys from the Raiders. You know, bragged on him to Urban, and Urban said, "You know what? I think I'll check this guy out," and it worked. I mean, it worked. He interviewed with uh, Urban, 
and the deal worked out. So yeah, that was fascinating. Cool. I, I figured there was uh, a connection there, like a you know in person, or maybe they've been on staff at one time. Uh, but that is really cool. That it was just Lewis Murphy and Percy Harvin's recommendation that led to those two guys connecting. And excited for Sanjay Lowell. As you said, we talked with him. I think it was the day after maybe he found out he was getting let go as part of the Jason Garrett staff changeover. And uh, happy that he's bounced back in a big way with the Seattle job and now getting to, uh, as you said, a really good story there in Jacksonville. When did he have Percy? I'm just trying to do this in my head. When would he have had Harvin? So he's with the – was Harvin ever with the Raiders? So he was with the Raiders. Then he went to the Jets. Uh, Obviously, he was the Cowboys. He was with the Bills at one point. Just trying to think when he would have crossed paths with Percy Harvin. I know Lewis Murphy was with the Raiders. Uh, Percy Harvin was with the Jets in 2014 and the Bills in 2015-2016. Ah. Ah. ah, He was – he just kind of brought Harvin with him wherever he went. Okay. All right. That's interesting. So Percy Harvin kind of followed Sanjay around. All right. It's the uh, Matt Mosley and Stephen Simcox. We do it every day at one. Appreciate you changing your lunch up. Really do. I, it means a lot to us. Some of you just kind of turn us on in the uh, – if you're at your place of business right now listening to us, text us. Text us on the CNC Collision line. Let us know, 254-662-1660. Every day we get measured. Stephen, is it kind of like those guys at the uh, – when you get your car service, they say, please fill out that survey. Is this, isn't this how we're measured, how many texts that come in? So if you would check the, the, the all tens – Okay, every day we get rated 1 to 10. We we need to, <laughs> for you to send in all 10s, and that would help us a lot. All right, Stephen, uh, it is time to talk about the Baylor Bears. And uh, that was ugly last night, but it was awesome to see Davion Mitchell. He, doesn't, he sometimes gets lost in the shuffle, but he is the greatest defensive player in the nation. Let's talk about him. Let's do it next. Tim Mulkey and the Lady Bears, all season long on ESPN Central Texas. The Lady Bears back on the road in Big 12 play this Sunday, headed to Ames to play Iowa State. 2.30 for the countdown to tip-off, 3 p.m. tip-off Sunday. This season, join Bruce Eatson and Maggie Davis-Tanette for all the play-by-play of Lady Bear basketball right here on ESPN Central Texas. At Genco, getting an auto loan is quick and easy. Whether you're looking to buy a new ride or save money by refinancing an auto loan you already have, Genco members enjoy low rates and flexible terms to fit any budget. Get pre-approved today and know what you qualify for. Call us, go online, or come by a branch in your area for current options and rates. Apply online for membership today. Genco FCU, my money, my future, my credit union since 1953. Member NCUA, equal housing lender. Like sports, business is about winning. Championship decisions are business decisions based upon what it takes to help your company win. That's why there's UBO Business Services, specializing in helping you win every day by streamlining workflow and allowing you to better communicate within your organization and with your customers. Make your championship decision today with UBO Business Services. Visit them at ubeo.com or call Sean Hunt at 254-772-1600. When you drive drowsy, you may see things that aren't there. A pink armadillo in the road. How pretty. And there's my Aunt Angie riding a sparkly unicorn. However, you may not see things that are there. 
until it's too late. Oh, an oncoming car? So always get plenty of rest before long trips. Take breaks, share the wheel, and avoid driving in the middle of the night. Oh, a friendly nurse. Be safe. Drive smart. Brought to you by TxDOT. With so many companies and policies out there, it gets so confusing shopping for insurance, and I never know if I'm getting the policy that's right for me. Luckily, I met the team at the Nitchie Group Insurance Agency. With the Nitchie Group, you can go to one company and get access to coverage options from many insurance carriers, and you get to speak to a real person about your specific coverage needs. With the Nitchie Group, I know I'm getting the right coverage at the right price. If you need insurance, talk to the experts at the Nitchie Group at one 800 25 if you're in need of professional car repair, how about you take your vehicle to a place that is locally owned and operated for 20 plus years, a place with a drive-up canopy, meaning you don't have to park your car when you need service, a AAA shop, a Blue Seal ASE certified shop, not to mention the cleanest shop in town and winner of the best auto repair award since 2002, a place where customer satisfaction is the number one priority, Freddie Kish's Complete Car Care Center, located at 5300 Franklin Avenue in Waco, open Monday through Friday, 730 to 530, Freddie Kish Complete Car Care Center, like they say, where your troubles are our business. Why not start off the new year in a new Ram truck? The Start Something New sales event is in full swing at Cameron Autoplex in Cameron, Texas. Right now, take $10,000 off MSRP on a new 2021 Ram 1500 Lone Star with 12-inch touchscreen and 20s, or $7,000 off MSRP on a new Ram 2500 Crew Cab Bighorn. Cameron Autoplex is your Central Texas truck authority. So make that short drive and let us prove to you why it's always cheaper and easier in Cameron. You already love our famous chicken tenders, but have you tried our fabulous Bush Baby sauce? Get ready. Our new Bush Baby chicken sandwich is here. Oh, and did we mention it's on a King's Hawaiian bun? Yes, you heard it right. A King's Hawaiian bun. Crispy tenders placed on a warm and delicious King's Hawaiian bun, drizzled with our sensational Bush Baby sauce, topped with three pickles, and bam! Introducing the new Bush Baby chicken sandwich. Pick up your Bush Baby chicken sandwich at a Bush's chicken nearest you today. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Jesse Britt Automotive. Number two, Baylor hammered K-State last night. Davion Mitchell made seven three-pointers while scoring 31 points, besting his career high of 20 set last month against the Wildcats. Baylor stays undefeated, matching its second-best start in team history with a 107-59 victory. The Bears will host Auburn on Saturday as part of the Big 12 SEC Challenge. After 17 seasons, Jason Witten is retiring from the NFL. He intends to sign a one-day contract and retire as a member of the Dallas Cowboys in March when his contract with the Las Vegas Raiders expires at the end of the league year. Witten holds the NFL record for most games played by a tight end at 271. The Texans have hired Baltimore Ravens assistant David Culley to be their next head coach. Culley, 65, who has spent the past two seasons in Baltimore, just completed his 27th season as an NFL coach. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Conversation there with uh, Sanjay Lau, new wide receivers coach in uh, Jacksonville. And uh, it is uh, Mosley and Simcox. We do one o'clock hour. It's a, uh, it's a new thing. It's, I think we're going to start a trend in radio. There's a show at one, followed by J-Mo at two, followed by Stretch, Glenn Stretch Smith at three, followed by a two-hour program called Game Time. 
And, uh, Stevens, you see that lineup Tom has today? I thought he was really trying to throw that in our face a little bit. Goodness, it's just like Jerry Hill, Scott Drew. Uh, it just the list goes on and on. Who else did he have? He had somebody else at 430. I mean, it was really I believe something. Mitch Thompson, MCC baseball coach, is going to oh, hop on. Oh, my with- gosh. Glenn Moore, the yep. I mean, a softball coach, followed by Mitch. I mean, it's just I mean, just kind of stacking them up right there. Boom, boom, boom. Steven, that's that's that that time of day. They do a lot of interviews over the years, but that's good. That's good. You and I, we we just like to talk to each other. But Sanjay was good. Listen to this, Steven. See if this sounds right to you. He's a former wide receivers coach, uh, Sanjay Lau, on what it was like to see uh, Dallas select C.D. Lamb. Steven, C-E-E, the D is big, right? Yeah, I think it is. Uh, is that right? Check that. Double check that for me before I, I send this out into the uh, in the Twitter sphere. Um, you're told not to be jealous in life, but I was. I had him as the best wide receiver to come out in the past five years. How about that? It was good stuff, and you're right on uh, on the spell in there on CD. Um, the, the D's big. The D's big. That's right. All right. All and right. He, yeah, he went on to say he thought that was going to be the best, or he thought that had the potential to be the best wide receiving core in the league when they picked him. So. Um, it is sort of amazing. He was he was so good his rookie year, and I mean was um, I guess so well a lot of come out of college that even though that defense was terrible last year, Matt, you didn't really hear anybody criticizing the Cowboys for taking a wide receiver at pick number seventeen because he just sort of fell there to him. <laughs> I give I I it, it's scouting, buddy. It's scout. It's it's Jerry. It's Senior Bowl attendance. All those things. You give all the credit to Jerry. He stepped up. Stephen, is it funny that in all these GM openings over the years, no one's ever tried to interview Jerry? I mean, think about it. All those Super Bowls he won mm-hmm. as general manager and uh, all the games, all the things he's accomplished in life. He's in the Hall of Fame. Why does no one ever try to ask to talk to Jerry, Stephen? Well, I mean, shouldn't, they, shouldn't they ask for permission? We would like to interview Jerry Jones <laughs> for our opening. Really amazing this year, too, because, I mean, you reported it before the draft. He told the scouts, do not disturb. I got this on my own. Wow. I mean, that is re- – <laughs> that one really got me in trouble. I, it was a joke, <laughs> and it, it kind of got out of hand. Now, Stephen, did, it, did he say he thought it could become the best wide receiving core in the league or thought it would become? What did, what did I believe you he said would. Your- yeah. Wow, that is really something there. Okay, let's tweet all that out. That's good. That's good, Stephen. You tw- you had some good tweets. I don't know. I'm afraid we're going to be all over the place today, Stephen. Brace yourself. What what did we make the New York Times for? Was that uh, involved Jameis Winston? That's when we were mentioned in the New York Times. Uh, yes, was that was Jameis. the Jameis Winston Taysom Hill situation because. Uh, Jeff, our friend Jeff Ireland said, well, we can't have uh, Taysom Hill as our backup quarterback if we're going to use him as a, as a gadget guy. Yeah, yeah. He, he said a little bit more than he was supposed to. So, But I've talked to Jeff. He's okay. He, I thought he was going to be mad at us, but he was fine. He, was kinda, he kind of got a kick out of it. That, that story kind of got a little bit out of control. All right, uh, Stephen, let's talk some uh, – let's, let's, let's reset the, the events of the day. David Coley's the new coach for the Houston Texans. Apparently, Deshaun – Watson doesn't care. I mean, you know, it's like he did want a uh, – I think he was very interested in Eric Bieniemy. I think mainly he wanted to have a say in things. 
that that was breached. That was there was a uh, there was a let's call it a fissure. Stephen, you like that word? F I S H U R E, a fissure that uh, occurred, and uh, it, it it really uh, rocked that uh, that organization. And they they sort of decided, hey, we're going to keep Jack Easterby this character coach, and it's just it's just made everything a joke in Houston. I, I tweeted about it today, Stephen, that, that Easterby liked the pick of Coley because he had a good grasp of the New Testament. Thought you would like that. <laughs> I did like that always- one. Yeah, I heard he he challenged Coley to a sword drill. (laughs) Yeah, Stephen, were you good at those? The sword did you do those? I was. I was. I was pretty good at those. Yep. I was. I was known to kind of check the table of contents. (laughs) Oh, 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 Philippians. Okay, I can get there quickly. Nehemiah, Micah. Man, some of those. Yeah, those major and minor prophets. That's that's when that's when you you cut your teeth. That's when it gets tough. (laughs) <laughs> How many Old Testament books are there, Stephen? Mm, there's 66 total books. I'm going to say there's 34 Old Testament books. I don't know. I think it comes out to like 37, 33. No, how would that? That wouldn't work. Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. My my parents gonna be very upset. I spent a lot of time in church. One of them's 33. Are you saying there's 66 in all? I believe so. Yeah. 66 in the Old Testament and the New Testament. That's interesting. But what's the breakdown? 30 and 30. How does that add up? It's not 33 and 33. It's, it's whew, somebody will come in there. Who's our, who's our pastor out there, McGregor? We need him, Pastor Johnston, right now. Okay, it is uh, Mosley. Come on, Terry. Mosley and Simcox with you. Uh, last night, I want to get my thoughts, and we'll turn it over to J-Mo. Uh, I mean... If you're going to fly into Waco, Bruce Weber, bring something better than that. I mean, that's – I don't know what's happened. I mean, I I heard Spatola, and he was on with J-Mo the other day. He was ESPN analyst. A little bit too cool for school. I, I like that Hollenberg guy, and Hollenberg's really nice. And sometimes Hollenberg would make a point, and Spatola would kind of lay out on him. Hey, w- there's going to be blowouts. you got to get invested. you gotta you got to get into the game. You can't be, like, too cool for school, like, huh. But he did get mad. I liked it when he got mad. They were down 38-5. to Kansas State was. Spatola just started getting on them. Like, come on. Come on, K-State. I mean, they're just, you're throwing the ball around. You're not doing anything. Do something. Those kids, I've never seen a team in the Big 12 more overmatched. I mean, even back when Scott first got here and he had nothing. I mean, he had, it was just, it was, I mean, they fought. They went out there and fought. In the last days of Harry Miller's program, where Tom Stanton kind of walked out of the gym there at the uh, at the tournament, I think it was in Kansas City, and he goes walking out of there. I mean, you had at least that there was some kid named Kish something, Kish, overweight kid that was fighting his rear off. And those K-State kids came to town, and they just, I mean, they, they just they embarrassed everyone. They, themselves, the conference, I mean, you you got it, but but I, I okay, I, that's too much. What I want to say also, though, is you got to spank these teams. Sometimes you you sometimes you play up or down to your level of competition. And what Baylor did is just say, "Sorry, guys, we're not trying to be mean. We're good Christian men, but sometimes you got to slap somebody around a little bit uh, in in a game like that." And that's what they did. And Davion Mitchell found his range, and this was the Davion Mitchell game. He just started knocking down threes, and it was target practice. He hit seven of them, 
He ends up with 31 points. Good for Davion because he spends most of his time trying to shut down the greatest players in the Big 12. I'm talking about guys that are bigger than him. Uh, this kid coming in Saturday is a monster. Uh, Sharif, Stephen, help me. Sharif Cooper. Sharif Cooper. Sharif Cooper. He had to sit out 12 games. Okay? If you play for Bruce Pearl, you're, at some point you're going to be suspended. I'm kidding. Pearl's got Pearl's been in trouble a lot with the NCAA. Just some good some good jokes there. Sharif Cooper is coming to town and he's a monster. This kid can light it up. He had 28 the other day. They're on a roll right now. They've got it to 10 and 7. And with Sharif, they've become one of the better teams in the SEC. Some people would say they're the fourth best best team in the SEC. Kentucky's horrible. Some of these other teams are not very good. Alabama's okay. Uh, I like this kid. And so when they come in, it's going to be a featured matchup because Sharif's going to try to take it to Davion. And Dave, there'll be moments when Sharif gets the best of them. There'll be moments when Davion blocks his path or takes a charge. There's going to be some great moments. I was almost wanting Davion to get out of that game last night because I'm like, I want him to rest and be ready for this Auburn game. But, Stephen, that's going to be fun, and that is Saturday. That's a 3 o'clock tip-off at the Farrell Center Auburn coming in for the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Stephen, who uh, remind me a little bit because Big 12, I'm starting to grow on me this challenge. Uh, although during the COVID, part of me thinks, oh, we really want to bring in some people from different conferences who do different protocols. Is this the best thing we could do? And let them get out there and you know sweat on each other. I don't know. Let them let them play. Let them play a little ball. These college kids, they seem to get over anything. Stephen, can you give me your favorite? Big 12 SEC matchups on Saturday. Who do the Horn Frogs have? Uh, TCU plays Mizzou, who is coming off a loss to Auburn, actually, and they rank number though. 12. That's a good team. Mm-hmm, good team. Yeah, uh, probably the best matchup of the weekend Saturday is going to be, I think it's Oklahoma Alabama. State plays Arkansas. I yeah, I think, I think it might be Alabama, Oklahoma. Alabama number nine in the nation. They're 4-0 in the SEC. Oklahoma's uh, won four in a row now. Um, you know, Texas, Kentucky has lost a lot of the luster because the Wildcats are struggling so much. And Kansas and Tennessee is going to be another top 25 matchup, even though the Jayhawks have lost three straight. They played tonight against TCU. Um, but, yeah, I think Alabama, Oklahoma might be the best one. Those, those two teams are playing well. You know what I'm hoping is that you remember how teams, when they would win a big game or something, would put up a sign that said, we want Bama? How cool would it, how cool would it be if, like, a smaller school had a big win or something, and they and they held up a sign. We want Baylor. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> Ask Jabo about that. I know Garrett. I guess you you take this hour to refresh and get ready for another three hour run. Is that right? Is that what you do at two o'clock? I've That's always correct. wondered what you do. Mm-hmm. Or do you go, like, get a get a burger at Sonic? <laughs> no, I usually do some more audio editing. You just kind of relax, get refreshed. Uh, Matt, I do some audio editing. All right. Uh, appreciate everybody who's been a part of this, especially Simcox. Steven is uh, an enormous part of this show. In fact, I would say the key player here. Didn't they tell you that recently, management, Steven? They said, you are the man. That's when you That's when you say, I want a raise. All right. It is, uh, that's the Matt Mosley and Simcox show. We'll see you tomorrow. i got a lot of stuff planned, and it'll be fun. Now, stay tuned for John Morris, the voice of the Bears, the award-winning broadcaster, and my good friend, here he is.